Okay, welcome back to the Success Money Marriage Podcast. I'm Steve Siebold. And I'm Dawn Siebold. And today we're going to talk about building each other up. Um, both personally and in business. And what I mean by this specifically is is um, primarily when you're struggling, whether you're struggling personally in your relationship, uh, just in your personal life, uh, maybe as parents, if you have kids or just together or something's happened, or there's been some kind of an event or you're or in business. You know, in business, there's always challenges, right? There's always obstacles, there's always problems. And the bigger you get in business, the more people you employ, the more customers you have, the more reach you have, the more problems you have. The more money you make, you know, the the more issues you come up with. And, you know, you've got your partner and who's also your spouse. And and when problems happen, you get people that will, if, especially if you've got a lot of customers, clients, you and you're, you know, you're in the public, you're getting people attacking your spouse. I mean, like, right. And they, it can drain confidence. It can do all kinds of things. And I think that it's, it's really critical that your spouse knows that you're there to build him or her up no matter what happens. Because if you, if they can't count on you for that, uh, if they can't count, if it's not you and your spouse against the world, so to speak, mm-hmm. then, then who can they count on? Right. Right. And so I think especially now when times are good and everything's going great and you're making boatloads of money and you know, we've been there mm-hmm. and we've also been on the other side of the equation when you're not making money and it's stressful and right. You know, business has gone to hell. There's a pandemic, you know, God knows what <laughs> and a And you're in the speaking business so you're they stop having meetings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You have two businesses that are live event businesses, and there's no live events for two years. That could be an example, but I don't, know, I don't know what, if that would ever happen. How would the world just shut down for that? Could that possible? Can see that coming. It's a movie. Yeah, Can it's got, only coming. in a movie. Total fiction. But that's my take on. I mean, in terms of you know setting it up that your spouse has to know you're going to be there emotionally for the for you, and that you're going to keep building that person up so the world can't knock them down all the way or so low that they get become discouraged. Yeah, no, I think it's right. And and Steve probably does it better than anyone I've ever met. Uh, it, and he does it in such subtle ways. I'm going to give you a couple of examples of how Steve builds me up because I think that might help the audience. So when my confidence is down, a couple of years ago, we went into a brand new business and I've been selling pretty much you know my whole life and I enjoy it and I, I like being on the phone and I'm not afraid to uh, to say I like sales, and I know some people are, but I really do enjoy it because I believe in what I'm selling. So a few years ago, we went into this new business, and I had lost a lot of confidence. So again, our business took a, a pivot because of the pandemic, uh, the COVID, and and so I lost a lot of confidence in my ability and my skills to be able to sell. And so for days, like I, I knew he was doing it, and it still didn't bother me because I needed to be picked up. <laughs> but for days, he would remind me of all the successes I had had and selling so it would be comments I mean like every day for a week he would say remember I mean you're like the best person who would sell that and remember you were number one in real estate remember you and he did it like through storytelling to kind of build me back up and you know it really took me like five days to catch on <laughs> that he was building my confidence back but that's just how badly I needed it so there's lots of ways you can support each other uh, lots of ways you can give affirmations and and so it, again support and and make sure that they have what they need mentally and physically and spiritually and be aware of it when it happens. So there's been times that I've been really uh, in a bad space and Steve's helped me. There's been times that Steve has been, luckily, very seldom are we in a bad space at the same time. But uh, the support 
especially coming from someone I think and I want to get your opinion on it it's someone that knows you so well better than anybody and knows what you're going through and knows the struggles it is even more um, heightened of every comment that comes out of Steve because when I was going through that difficult time a few years ago and money wasn't come, I wasn't producing money which really irritates me uh, then I was hanging on every word Steve said and he could easily turn and gone a different way if he hadn't supported me yeah, no, I think that makes a good point. I, I, you know, just in general, the one thing I would say is, and I know you and I have talked about this a lot, and this is a serious thing, is that the one thing I would I would discourage people from doing is the fake complimenting. Yeah, it's like when we always joke around in the Bill Gove speech workshop <laughs> that we run, you know, for keynote speakers. That we've run for so many years. We'll joke with the with the group. They'll say, you know, and this is not this is actually not a joke. It's actually no. true. But we we laugh about it. But it's actually completely true. Is that you know speaking on conventions for the last twenty five years? You know, it's like you know typically you're one of the only fee paid professional speakers at any convention you speak, even if it's Microsoft National. You know, all these places I've keynoted all over the world for twenty five years, almost twenty five years. You, they, the executives will come up and say, oh, yeah, you know, um, uh, the executive of Microsoft or Procter & Gamble or whatever company it is. And they come up one after another and they, they talk about their spouses are sometimes there. And they'll say, oh, my spouse is in the audience and isn't she wonderful? She's just the greatest mother and the greatest this and beautiful and this and that. And it's just, it, it's not that it's a bad thing. It's just that they go on and on where it's fake. You can tell it's flowery and it's just BS. And I know the spouses are buying it. You yeah. know, you could, because it's phony. You can tell. But, the, but, what I want to say to them, and I never do because I'm working for them, is there are good things about that spouse that you can actually say and really and really mean right. and just say those things. Nobody's perfect. No, you know, they get up there and we, we joke in the workshop, we'll say, you know, because again, this happens, they'll say, well, you know, <clears throat> Uh, we have two kids and they're perfect kids. They've got always straight A students, Muffy, Muffy, <laughs> and Bentley. And uh, of course, Muffy was going to Yale and Bentley wanted her to go to Harvard with him. But, you know, but it's okay. We're Yale and Harvard's fine with us. We want, they're straight A students, of course. And uh, they're going to go on and be uh, probably uh, president and vice president of the United States because right. they're just so brilliant. And uh, we've never had a problem with them, never got in trouble, never you want to throw up. Right. You know, because you know it's BS. It's, I'm not saying they can't have sharp kids and you don't have you know, sharp kids or a sharp spouse or a loving person or someone that's worth complimenting. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying when I was saying that stuff to you, that was, those were things I meant. Mm -hmm. Now I could have said a lot of other things and you would have, you would have known because your spouse is knowing, knows when you're, you know, playing that game, right. when you're playing the flowery game. Oh, you're so wonderful. You're so this, you're so that, right? None of us can qualify for any of those things, but we were all those things, let's say. But you can qualify for the, like, you're literally one of the best salesperson, if not the best salesperson I've ever met. Because you mean it when you talk to someone and you walk them through a process. You're not trying to sell them to sell them. You're selling them a solution to their problem. Mm -hmm. And if you, if you can't solve it, you don't sell them. And I think that's what makes you very, very persuasive. So I was saying that those things, I mean, I knew you needed it. So mm -hmm. I said it more than I normally would have. But I wasn't saying anything that I didn't believe. That's a good point. And that, the flowery stuff and the right. BS stuff. People go, oh yeah, think, oh you're so this, oh, you're right. so. and they, they know you're. They might, right. they might swallow it because they need it so badly at that time. Right. But they don't really believe that you believe that. Right. It, it yeah. The, okay. So okay. So I totally agree with what you're saying because I I know it's all authentic and and one of the things that you know being around personal development and and you know Steve and I grew up in personal development since we were in our twenties. Um, you know, there's always a when we're both down, it's always like we always win, we always get what we want. 
you know, there's there's mantras that we do probably subconsciously yeah. that when we're down, we both have these certain things. You, you always win. And we, we have these little things that we say to each other. So I agree with, with you 100 percent, except when. And this is very few people. So if this isn't your, you know, your relationship, I totally get it. But when you are married to someone who performs for a living. If it's a professional speaker or a musician or an actor, someone in the entertainment business. Or like a sexual athlete. But yes, you could be a sexual athlete. I don't know anyone that is in that industry, oh. but are in that I mean, business. Just, a, just, just in general. Just a great athlete sexually. No, I'm talking about someone who does this for a living. You're in a profession that they're performing. Oh, not for professional. A professional. No, no, it is a hobby. <laughs> not that I know of. <laughs> is there something you want to tell me? No, not at all. I was just I'm curious. Just clarification. How much money point, can we make? Point of clarification. <laughs> no, but I mean, seriously, you know, that, that's something I learned a long time ago when Steve got into the speaking business and the writing business is, you know, if you are married to someone or partnered with someone that is in a performance industry, so they're performing for money, uh, then, then, you know, we kind of joke about it in the Bill Gove speech workshop, but there is a there is a, a place for not uh, telling the honest truth right away. So we have what we call the 24-hour rule, and we do joke about it, but it is true. So I think you have to be sensitive to the people. Now, a lot of you know partners are not married to someone who's in the performance business for money. Now, I mean, people only mean the performance business, but our, our income relies on Steve performing for the most part. Um, and so I think, you know, when Steve comes off stage, I always try to be really positive, always try to look at the things he did really well. And I do wait 24 hours, and, and when he comes back to me, he says, okay, how did you, what did you really think well, well yeah you might want to consider doing this or saying that or writing this instead of that but in the beginning right when he comes off stage or right when a book has been released or he's come off a tv show or whatever it is that he's just performed for our income then i'm always positive i'm so supportive and very seldom has you I mean you've never really like bombed but there was a time you in dallas there was a time in dallas there was the dallas massacre dallas massacre uh years ago and i you know three again, days after 9-11 three days after 9-11 it was really totally to not there. steve's fault but my point is is if you are in a relationship with someone who does performance as a you know for a living then i do wait i i, I am looking for that that confirmation that he did a great job he comes off stage and i'm like you nailed that one um pay, we call it a payoff in the speaking business or boy you had the audience on the you palm of your hands when you're talking about something I always find something supportive when he's performing and and if I need to add something to it which I rarely do but if I do I'll wait 24 hours so that adrenaline and his his expo he, his raw exposure to you know me accepting what he did on stage or saying it was a good is not so sensitive and and for anybody that's a performant a performer you know how sensitive you are because you're heightened and I don't know you explain that energy when you get off stage yeah, you're just you're just wired up. Wired you're just, up, you right. just give it everything you have. It's completely consuming. It's like being an athlete. I mean, you're just uh, you know you're just completely leaving everything, you, all your energy on the on the stage, and it's 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 hard to hear criticism right away just because you put so much out there. You yeah. tried so hard, even if it went it didn't go well for you. Right, right. Yeah. So I would recommend you know for those of you who have that situation to wait 24 hours to give them your real opinion because it it is is to be supportive of someone who's performing is uh, very unique. And it's a it's truly a gift because not that many people get to see their loved ones do what they love to do on stage. So, well, in general, you know, just to, to wrap up my, my part of this and in general with building each other up is I think your spouse just has to know 
that you're going to be there emotionally for him or her. They have to know that. I mean, when, when push comes to shove, when everything, again, when everything's great, you know, then it's easier. You don't mm -hmm. have to be as, as uh, you know, cognizant of it. Mm -hmm. It's a good idea if you are, but mm -hmm. you don't have to because things are great. So we're talking about when things go to hell, you know, when things are bad, when, when things are stressful, you know, when, when there's tough times for whatever. And there, that's, everything is cyclical. I mean, it goes up, everything goes up and down. That's life, right? But I think they have to know, like we, you know, we joke around, obviously, on the show. We do this all the time. We do this when the camera's not rolling. We always say, now when we ever we fight or we're bickering back and forth, we, always, <laughs> we have this thing now since we've had this podcast, we know say don't yell at me save it for the podcast save your energy you know it's kind of a joke but and we do that and sometimes people would probably say well you know you're you know you're you're taking swipes at each other and that kind of thing we 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 do it in a fun we we this is our relationship we do this in a fun way we've done this for you know almost 40 years and but but i think here's the bottom line you know we don't have to praise each other flowery every single day and if you do that that's fine i i, I tend to think that that comes off a little fake sometimes mm -hmm. with couples i, I mm -hmm. it's I, it's fine if that's the way you do it but it's not our thing we have fun mm -hmm. with each other mm -hmm. we'll criticize each other just playing around like we do on the show but the bottom line is we're having fun right when push comes to shove we're thicker than thieves and you have to be. I think in business, especially, you know, when everything goes to goes to hell, you 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 have to know that that your spouse is going to be there. Like this is not a game. This is your life. This is your business. This is your livelihood. You know, you've got to know that you've got one person in the world that's got your back, even if you screwed up. Right. And we've both screwed up mm -hmm. to the tunes of losing millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. We've made money, but we've also lost money, like every business. And and it, sometimes it was a screw up one of us made, and right. we and we were always there for each other because that's when it really counts. When we can go back and forth and I'll call Dawn Bossy and she'll call me something. We'll go back and we'll play around. And people say, well, that's not being supportive. We're just playing around because yeah. there's no war. But when there's a war, mm -hmm. there's one person who shows up for me every single time. And I know who it is and I don't have to question whether she'll show up ever. It's mm -hmm. never even a doubt. Right. That means I can play full out knowing that, that she's going to be there watching to make sure and that I'm, I'm covered or we're covered together. Right. And if I can't see something, like people say, well, she's, you know, she's got your back. Well, yeah, she got my back, my front, my side, my overhead, everything. And I know that so I can play full out knowing I'm not alone in this game. And uh, and I think that on a serious note, I think that's what really counts. I do, knowing I do that too. Person's I do too. And I don't want to be negative, but if you don't feel like you're getting the support, because I have a lot of friends of mine that don't get their support from their husbands, um, I would turn it and look at yourself. Are you giving that support back? Because I can make a mistake, and it makes me try harder not to make a mistake or to make the right decision. Because no matter what decision I make, I know Steve is going to support me. It just makes me want to try harder to make the right decision because I know I'm going to get the support either way. Um, but for those of you that are in a relationship that you don't feel like your spouse is supporting you chances are it's because somewhere along the line you've not supported them and when they've made a wrong decision and and if you really do start trusting that support and saying okay you know what if Stephen totally does something that I totally disagree with and it completely fails I'm going to support him and just change that mind shift because it, it, no matter you know I know and you guys know you're you're in your relationship your partner's trying the best they can I mean one of your favorite lines I always love using everyone's operating at their current level of awareness Stephen doesn't make a mistake on purpose. I don't make a mistake on purpose. Trust me, your business partner and your spouse is not making the mistake on purpose. But I would look for that support. If you want the support, start supporting your spouse a little bit more and see what happens. Well said. I think that'll wrap it up. That's it. Thanks for watching, guys. Listen, we'll see you next time on the next episode. Bye-bye. <laughs>